I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today is how to read food labels. And this is really important because we're all eating every day. And I don't eat only organically grown raw fruits and vegetables. I eat packaged foods periodically. And when I do, I want to know what the heck I'm putting in my body. And sometimes even I get confused. I'm reading, I don't know what this is. Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. And it may, you, know, it may, you may see uh, uh, methylcobalamin. You think, well, that's a big word. I don't know what that means. I better not eat it. Well, methylcobalamin is B12, vitamin B12. So that's a good thing. So again, just because it sounds bad, it, 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 is, it doesn't necessarily mean it is. And just because it doesn't sound bad, because you might say something you know, like uh, you know, no sugar added, which we talked about earlier. Well, that sounds great. I don't want something that's added sugar, but it could have artificial sweetener in it, or it could be you know, pure wheat, or, uh, which could give you gluten, or it could have uh, other chemicals in it. So that's what I'm trying to teach you is what to look for. So we're going to talk about sugar now. Manufacturers use this to this adva- your, their advantage because a lot of different types of sugar are hidden and you don't know what that means. So you look at it and you go, okay. And uh, I remember uh, uh, way back when, when I was first a, a novice at this, reading a, a label that said autolyzed yeast and hydrolyzed vegetable protein. And I thought to myself, well, my grandmother was a baker and so yeast is good and vegetables are good and protein is good. So I guess that's good. Hydrolyzed vegetable protein, we usually take soy protein, chemically alter it, add chemicals to it, acids and everything, and change it. And when that happens, it makes it really hard to digest. So a lot of people, when they eat hydrolyzed vegetable proteins, will get gas and bloating and get weird feelings and emotional disorders. Um, And many times it's made with genetically modified soybeans, which is not good for you. And when they process it, it frees up something called glutamic acid. Glutamic acid is the bad part of monosodium glutamate, which we're going to cover in a second. And that can, that's a brain stimulant. It's an excitotoxin to the brain. And so a lot of times feel, people feel awful if they eat uh, textured soy protein. But it has a meaty texture, and that's why a lot of companies will use it. I don't eat things with textured soy protein. I just don't like the way it makes me feel. So again, I didn't know textured sounds okay. Soy sounds good. Protein sounds good. A little deceiving there. So anyway, I digress. Let's move on. Uh, Healthy, many times they'll add different types of sugars because, again, the top ingredient is what's in there most. So if I add fructose, glucose, maltose, galactose, those are four different types of sugar. I can put it at the bottom of the list, but you combine those four together, it really is the number one ingredient. So it's kind of sneaky how they label things. So what types of sugar are there? There's beet sugar, many times made with genetically modified foods. Brown sugar, butter sugar, buttered sugar, uh, uh, cane sugar. Uh, castor sugar, coconut sugar, date sugar, golden sugar, invert sugar, organic raw sugar, evaporated cane juice, confectioner sugar. It's all sugar, folks. There's just different versions of it. Like high fructose corn syrup. Uh, that's a syrup you might see. Not good for you. Carob syrup, high fructose corn syrup, golden syrup, uh, honey, agave, malt syrup, uh, uh, oat syrup, uh, brown rice syrup. Doesn't necessarily mean they're good for you. You say, oh, brown rice is good. So I guess brown rice syrup is good. It's a lot of processed sugar. So the bottom line is this. Oh, other sugars. Uh, Lactose, corn sweetener, crystalline fructose, malt uh, malt powder, uh, maltose, molasses, 
So you might see these things and not realize that they're all just different types of sugar. So the bottom line is you want to avoid as much processed food as possible. And when you do, you're going to be much better off, mostly fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Now, again, as a chiropractor, when patients come in our offices, and we have offices in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, our doctors are trained to not only look at you from a chiropractic standpoint, you have misaligned vertebrae, you have muscle spasms, you have degeneration, but we also look at you from a nutritional standpoint. And the analogy I use, it's like putting a good gas in the car, but not tuning it up or vice versa. You got to do both. And you want to fix the body as quickly as possible before it gets bad. My car the other day, I was turning to the left. It made a creak, creaking noise. Creak, 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 creak. I drove it for a day or two. I said, you know, I should get this checked. Brought it into my mechanic. I went to check on it a couple hours later. He said, you need a new axle in the front. The axle is almost shot. I said, okay. He says, you still had several more miles on it, but eventually it could have been very serious. So I fixed it before it became serious. Got it fixed. Car drives great. I'm fine. I'm safe. Anybody in my car is going to be fine and safe. Your body, we do the exact opposite to. Well, it hurts a little bit. I'll just cover it up a little bit. I didn't turn up my radio when the axle made noise. I said, something's wrong. Let me take it to a professional. I trust my mechanic. He did a great job and it was done. Yet when you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, acid reflux, heartburn, anxiety, depression, uh, bloating, gas, you ignore that. Well, it'll go away. It'll get better. You know, there's nothing I can do about it right now. If you have a problem, any problem, I would say more than three days, chances are it's not going away on its own. So that's why you want to come see us. From a chiropractic standpoint, we want to get the spine and all the joints lined up. We also do nutritional workup on our patients, and we teach you a lot of this, what we're teaching you today, because I want you to get better. I don't want to get you out of pain. I want to get you well. There's a big difference. So Sierra uh, earlier said, make sure we cover things like monosodium glutamate. So let me go into MSG. It's a food additive, and it's used to intensify or enhance the flavor in dishes that are savory. Now, when I went to school, I was taught there was four taste buds, sweet, sour, salty, and bitter. No one ever talked about how we tasted foods that are savory. So let's say a beef broth. Of course, I don't do beef, of course, but a beef broth. There's, that's not one of those four. So when that was brought up as a student, they'd say, well, it's a combination of those. And that was it. Several years ago in Japan, we discovered a new taste bud. The taste bud is called the umami taste bud. And umami is the taste bud that makes things taste savory. Now, in Japan, monosodium glutamate is pretty popular. Asian foods use a lot of monosodium glutamate because it stimulates the umami taste bud, which makes something taste more savory. Now, originally, monosodium glutamate was made from seaweed, and it didn't have the same effect that it has now, because now it's made from bacteria. And the monosodium glutamate now is extremely toxic. It's called an excitotoxin. It gets into the brain and excites the brain, or neurotoxin. It damages the brain nerves, the nerves in the brain, and it causes some real serious side effects. If I'm exposed to excessive amounts of monosodium glutamate, I get a blazing headache. And one of my favorite Thai restaurants in the world is right up the street from my house, and they say, oh, they make vegan. They don't put fish sauce in things. Fish sauce, by the way, is, is many times another word for MSG. MSG is in the fish sauce. And sometimes I taste it. It doesn't taste fishy. I'm fine. Other times I'd go, it would taste fishy. You sure there's no fish sauce in here? No, Dr. Joe, no fish sauce, no fish sauce. Blazing headache. So somebody's lying to me, and I can taste it right away. So I stopped going. So guys, if you can't promise me there's no fish sauce in here, and I'm a vegan too, I'm not going to eat here anymore. So I just stopped going. So monosodium glutamate, many times people get headaches. I was talking to a patient, uh, I guess it was two days ago, and we were talking about her headaches and a car accident. She went to one doctor. It didn't help. I want to come see you, Dr. Joe. Okay. 
And I was talking about we're going to do a nutritional workup with you because you may be getting headaches from something in your diet. For example, if I eat chocolate, I get a headache. I can't do caffeine. Her eyes lit up and she started tearing up. I said, what's wrong? She goes, ever since I was in, uh, in, in isolation, she goes, I started eating chocolate every day. And that's when my headache started. So she was blaming it on a car accident. It wasn't the car accident. It was her chocolate. So monosodium glutamate, if you're eating MSG, you may be getting reactions to it and not even realizing it. It's found in a lot of processed foods, frozen dinners, salty snacks, canned soups. It's often added in restaurants because, again, it makes food taste better, and it's a cheap way to make the food taste better. MSG has been associated with weight gain, metabolic syndrome, and some observational studies. Uh, so there, it's people saying, I did this, and this is what happened. So we need some double-blind studies to prove it. I know I get a headache. I don't need a double-blind study from it. People that are sensitive to MSG might get headaches, sweating, numbness after eating it. I can't even eat a little bit of it. I have a reaction. Have you ever seen MSG? Like it's a white, white powder. Well, I mean, we were at the uh, we were at one of the um, Asian markets, uh -huh. and it's like crystals. It's fine crystal, yeah. It's mm -hmm. not even it's not even like um, like salt would be. I mean, this is like, like literal snowflakes like they were made almost. in a lab. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, it looks like something you'd see on the, the show Cops. Right. You know, get pulled over and I got a baggie of MSG. Like, I'm going to jail. Yeah, right. <laughs> they got to test it there and find out it's MSG. <laughs> they, I think it still is a meat tenderizer. Mm -hmm. yeah. I won't say the brand name. It's still around, right? Yeah. And I remember putting it on when I was young, put it on a steak we were really poor. If we ever had meat, it was always the cheap stuff. We'd soak it in this stuff and pound it in with a hammer and it tenderized the meat. So, yeah, you want to stay away from MSG. Uh there's a ton of different names for autolyzed yeast, hydrolyzed vegetable, protein. Um, in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, I have a whole chapter on MSG. That's how dangerous it is. I have a whole chapter on it. Um, but be careful with that because autolyzed yeast will do it to you. Hydrolyzed vegetable protein will do it to you. Even natural flavorings can be MSG. And like Garrett said, it looks pretty innocuous. It's just little white crystals. It looks pretty safe. So stay away from the MSG, folks. And many times when you give up the MSG, uh, you realize that uh, that was causing a lot of your aches, your pains, your numbness, your tingling, your headaches. Uh, and you go, oh, that was it. Many times that's it. It's real simple. Other things. We're talking about uh, how to read food labels today in case you're just joining us. Artificial food coloring. It brightens things up. It makes it pretty. Well, recent years, there's been a lot of research on it. And I was very excited because years ago, as usual, I was talking about things that weren't good for you, and I said, artificial colorings, I promise you, there's going to be research coming out showing it's not good for you. It, it, it can aggravate ADD, ADHD, autism, make it worse, and sure enough, Dr. Joe was right. It goes into Dr. Joe's right column uh, because I talked about it before it became mainstream. And that's why if you listen to these shows, you're going to get health tips that you're not going to hear about for another 5, 10 years, and then it's going to be commonplace. MSG, everybody knows about MSG. We've been talking about the neurotoxicity effects of it for years ago, from years ago. So that's why. Uh, potential cancer-causing effects from dyes can be in there. Children that are really sensitive to it, it can really cause hyperactivity, uh, attention deficit issues. More research needs to be done, but why do it? I don't care how bright my drink is. And my rule on food is if it doesn't occur uh, in nature, that color, you shouldn't be drinking it. Even these sports drinks, they're bright red, they're bright orange, they're bright blue. Folks, that color doesn't occur in nature. So you don't want to do that. And for sports drinks, if you really need to replace your electrolytes, have a quarter teaspoon of air-dried sea salt, have a banana. You don't have to spend a lot of money on these drinks. Now, if you're an Olympic athlete or you're what we call an elite athlete, maybe then you're depleting your electrolytes. But you'd have to work out really hard for about an hour 
nonstop to actually see the possibility of maybe the potential of losing some electrolytes. So don't get all freaked out over electrolytes in these sports drinks. Uh, to me, it's a bunch of hooey. What they'll do is they'll take a, a nutrient and hook it onto a molecule of sugar. The sugar gets absorbed into the body, so the nutrient gets absorbed in the body. There's your proof. Well, do it with a half, quarter teaspoon of sugar, uh, uh, air-dried sea salt. You'll probably get the same results. Artificial colors. Uh, food dyes are primarily uh, used in, in processed foods, and it should be limited in a healthy diet. Just don't put it there. Sodium nitrite, N-I-T-R-I-T-E. I talked about this many, many times in the past. It's found in processed meats. Sodium nitrate acts as a preservative to prevent the growth of bacteria, and it also adds a salty flavor, and it makes things look reddish and pink. So if I'm going to serve you bologna, which is made of like the worst of the worst cuts of meat anyway, if I add some sodium, uh, some sodium nitrite to it, it's going to make it taste better. It's going to make it salty. It's going to make it bright pink, and you're going to, ooh, look at my bologna. It's wonderful. It's not. When it's exposed to high heat, so if I have sodium nitrate and I heat it in the presence of amino acids like meat, for example, what happens is the nitrates become nitrosamines, and that's a compound that has a lot of negative health effects, including being linked to cancer. So nitrates heated in the presence of protein or amino acids become nitrosamines. Nitrosamines can actually lead to many, many health problems, including cancer. Many health studies have found similar associations reporting a higher intake of processed meats are linked to higher risk of colorectal cancer, breast cancer, and bladder cancer. I don't understand a lot of things in life. I don't understand why you park on a driveway and drive on a parkway. No, that's, I digress. Dad joke. I haven't done dad joke in a while, have I? So I got, I'm so a little behind on my dad jokes. Why strawberries have their seeds on the outside? Something to think about. But anyway, I digress again. I don't understand why you would eat cold cuts. Everyone knows that they're bad for you. The research is everywhere. Why would you eat that? It makes no sense to me. Now, do they taste good? I assume they do. I remember when I used to eat them. I remember going to Vito's Delicatessen in Hoboken, New Jersey and getting really thin sliced salami and putting that on bread with some spicy mustard and it was spectacular. But knowing what's in these foods, I wouldn't eat them. I know they taste good. I get it. But there's so many other foods that taste good that aren't, don't have known carcinogens in them. So just be careful with that. Best to keep your intake of sodium nitrate and processed foods to a minimum, I would say to a zero. The less you eat, the better you're going to be. Uh, people say, where do you get your protein from? I got to have my bacon and eggs. I had a patient come in the other day. And she was about 450 pounds. And she said, Dr. Joe, I can't understand why I'm not losing any weight. She goes, I'm doing everything right. I said, okay, let's talk about a day in your life. She goes, for breakfast, I'm only having three eggs now and four slices of bacon and only one slice of toast. So obviously she's eating more than that beforehand. I said, okay, we could stop there. We don't have to go into anything else you're eating because something's wrong here. So yes, they probably taste good, but I wouldn't recommend you eat them. And even the soy processed versions of them, there's vegan versions of a lot of cold cuts. I've eaten them already. They taste pretty good but it's usually textured soy protein, and that's not good for you either. So, folks, I know you might miss your cold cuts. I get it. Just switch to something else. Get a bean burrito instead of a beef burrito. It's just that simple. It really is. Well, where do you get your protein, Dr. Joe? Haven't had that question in a couple of hours. I get that every day almost. Your body only needs about 8 to 10% of your total caloric intake is protein. Anything beyond that is wasted. So if you're eating... A steak, which is about 19% protein, anything beyond 10% is waste. It has to be processed through your liver and your kidneys, and that's a big burden for your body to handle. 
So legumes, nuts, seeds. I made split pea soup last night, as a matter of fact, in a pressure cooker. Uh, tempeh, which is a fermented soy, which is great. Organic tofu is fine. What is a carrot? What, is, what does a bunny eat? Bunnies have meat, right? You can kill a bunny, skin it, and eat it, right? Where does a bunny get the protein to build the meat? Vegetables. How about cows? How about horses? How about elephants? How about giraffes? How about rhinoceroses? How about hippopotamuses' eyes? They're all vegetarian. They all eat plants. So they're getting it from the plants, and then the meat eaters eat the, 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 uh, the plant eaters. So why not just eat the plants? There's plenty of protein, folks. I did a show not long ago on the website, drjoe.com. Just type in protein. We did a whole show on most people getting way too much protein and the dangers of getting too much protein. So, all right, other things in labels you might not know about. We'll, get a little, we'll go some deep cuts here. Gargum, G-U-A-R, gargum. It's a long-chain carbohydrate. It's used to thicken foods and make them stick together. It's usually used in the food industry and things like ice cream, salad dressing, soups, and sauces. Makes it thick and creamy like grandma used to make. Gargum's a high fiber associated with a multitude of health benefits. Now, wait a minute. Remember I said just because you don't know what something means, it doesn't mean it's good or bad? Gargum could be good for you. It helps people with irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, it can uh, help you feel full. So gargum, probably not so bad, even though you might not know what it is. Got to cover high fructose corn syrup. Sierra will smack me around if I don't. High fructose corn syrup. This stuff is everywhere. I think it's in over, I don't even know how many foods. I can't even guess at that now. What percentage it, of the grocery store do you think is? We know what's interesting about that, Garrett. High fructose corn syrup is usually made from genetically modified corn or beets or something along those lines. In many European countries, they can't sell genetically modified foods. So you can't, 85% of the products, and I read an article on this, 85% of the products you see in an American grocery store, you can't get overseas in countries that have banned these things. So you might get ketchup, but it's going to be made with sugar, not with high fructose corn syrup. You might get gum, but it's not high fructose corn syrup. So I don't know the percentage of the grocery store, but I'm going to guess, I don't know, probably 50%. And that's a guess on my part, of course. So that's a lot of high fructose corn syrup everywhere. And it's genetically modified, which is a whole nother lecture. We did, we did a show on GMOs, didn't we? Mm-hmm. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Oh, yeah. Just type in GMO and hit search engine if you want to know more about GMOs. I won't go into that today. Uh, but it's found in sh- uh, uh, sodas, juices, candies, breakfast cereals, snack foods. Uh, it's everywhere. I'm amazed when I see high fructose corn syrup and things I would have never guessed, like pickles or something like that. It's, it's really weird. It's rich in simple, sh- simple sugar called fructose. Now, if you listen to my shows before, you, I'm going to repeat myself. If not, you're going to get it new. When you put fructose in your body, fructose has to be converted into glucose. And that's the form of sugar that your body uses. In the process, the body produces uric acid. Uric acid can get in your joints and hurt. And when uric acid gets in your joints, it hurts. That can increase your pain levels. Now, as a chiropractor and a pain management expert, my team of doctors are really good at getting people out of pain. We have people literally come from all over the world to be treated by us. Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling. We're really good at this stuff. No guarantees, but we're good at it. But if you're eating high fructose corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup converts into uric acid. Uric acid gets in your joints and it hurts. So that's why every patient that comes in will do a chiropractic evaluation and we also do a nutrition evaluation. Uric acid prevents the body from producing nitric oxide. Nitric oxide opens up your blood vessels and increases circulation, which helps heal heal the body because you need circulation. So high fructose corn syrup from, from a health standpoint is bad. From a pain standpoint is also bad. 
And so most people never even discuss this. I have pain management doctors and I'm board certified in pain management and orthopedics and chiropractic and nutrition. And doctors come to me and say, you know, Dr. Joe, I listened to your show. He said, I thought I knew everything there was to know. Every show we learn new things. So that's the goal is to teach doctors as well as you, the layperson, new things that you can use every single day. And if you go to website, drjoe.com, we have over a thousand hours of podcasts, audio and video. You can watch them. You can listen to them. People work out to them. People drive to them. Uh, they have them playing at work, which they shouldn't, by the way. You should be working. Um, so there's a ton of information on the website, drjoe.com. But fructose, one study, they had 32 people consumed a, dr consumed a drink sweetened with either glucose or fructose for 10 weeks. By the end of the study, the fructose sweetened beverages caused significantly increase in belly fat, blood sugar levels, and decreased glucose sensitivity, uh, insulin sensitivity, I'm sorry. So I get emails at least several times a week saying, how do I get rid of belly fat? High fructose corn syrup is the kicker. If you go back, and if you're old enough, you have these pictures. If not, ask your mom for the pictures. If you go back to the 70s, even the 80s, and look at pictures of people, almost nobody has belly fat. It's very, very rare. Now, older people might, of course, you know, or if they drink a lot. But most people, if you look at the, the, the younger generation, the, the teens and the 20s, almost nobody has belly fat. Look now, even people that work out have belly fat. And that's a big question I get. And a lot of it has to do with high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup contributes to empty calories, which then makes you hungry. Because when your body's hungry, it's not hungry for food, it's hungry for nutrition. And if you're giving it high fructose corn syrup, the body says, okay, that was a great calorie boost, but I really need, you know, vitamins, minerals, and nutrients, so I'm going to get hungry again. So a lot of people take Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source for, I say, for the nutritional value. A lot of people take it because it helps curb their appetite. Say, Dr. Joe, I've taken weight loss pills. I've taken this. I've had, I've, I've been to classes. I've, I've joined groups and clubs that send you food. I've always been hungry. Once I take super greens and essential source, it curbs my appetite. Because again, when you're hungry, you're not hungry for food, you're hungry for nutrition. And the minimum supplements everybody should be taking are super greens and essential source. If you're not getting enough sunlight, vitamin D. If you're eating a lot of cooked foods, digestive enzymes. Uh, if you're getting older, B-complex gives you a lot of energy. Adrenal support if you're under stress. So that's just the, some of the supplements I take every single day. And I couldn't imagine not taking them, and you should too. Omega-3 fatty acids, they're called essential fatty acids. Why? They're essential for life function. And you have to get them from an outside source. Essential nutrients you can't make internally, you have to get from an external source. So we know the answers when it comes to health in most cases. We know that a normally functioning nervous system is imperative because the brain has to talk to the body, the body has to talk to the brain. So if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling, chances are you have a pinched nerve. My mechanic, I brought my car out the other day. I got to come see you. I got shooting pain down my leg and my feet are numb. I've tried inserts. I've tried. Ike, why don't you just come see us? What are you waiting for? I know everybody says I should come see you. You guys are the best. Well, what are you waiting for? I don't know. Like I said, biggest regret people have is why didn't I do this sooner? So you got to fix the nervous system. You got to fix the digestive system, acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating. And as you get older, the digestive system works even less, less effectively, I should say. And then you got to get the good nutrition in the body. And if you learn how to read labels, like we talked about today, you're going to have a much better understanding. You have a handle on what things you should eat and shouldn't eat. But the bottom line is more than five ingredients, uh, a lot of chemicals we mentioned. Uh, you can't pronounce a lot of the ingredients. Chances are you want to avoid it. Long shelf life. Many things are long shelf life you probably shouldn't be eating either. I know there's one yellow sponge cake with filling in it. And I, I used to be a truck driver years ago, quick story. 
we found, I used to work for a vending company, and we found a machine in the back of a warehouse that they didn't even know how old it was. The company didn't even have records of, it was their machine. It had right on it, you know, bets and vending. And there was some of these cakes in there. And years later, in the back of a hot warehouse, squeezed it, it was fresh. I didn't eat it, but it, it squeezed it, and it was fresh. So preservatives are great. They, they lower costs. They, they ship things further, but there's a lot of downsides. So if you're eating mostly fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, you're going to save a ton of money. You'll feel better. You'll have more energy. Chances are belly fat. You'll lose weight. You'll lose weight and the belly fat will go away. There's no downside to being healthy. The only downside I can give you is it tastes good. But I can buy a, a, a container of salad and make five salads out of it for $4. So it's really inexpensive once you know how to eat. And if you go to website, drjoe.com, type in, so what can I eat? And we did a whole lecture on that. It'll teach you how to do it and save a ton of money. If you have a health problem, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingly, you've ever been in a car accident ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, come see us. Arthritis, we see a ton of arthritis patients. Very shortly, we're going to be doing stem cells and PRP and pain injections for our patients to regenerate a lot of the degenerative joints in the body. So that's happening real soon. Check the website. Send us your email address. We'll put you on our email list and we'll send you out newsletters when these things happen. If you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Normally $375 to come see us. We've reduced it as a health stimulus package, $149. Exam, x-rays, consultation, complete first visit, and going over the x-rays on the next visit. I want to be your doctor. I want to get you well and keep you well. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dr. Joe Esposito. And tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.